If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Fear is freedom. Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world. And you will all surrender to them. You pigs in human clothing! Wandering around the Blue Ridge looking for a Starlink signal so that I can help melt the mainstream media. I am Dean Ledwig, and with me, as always, is... This is Scott Dunlop on PTO, reporting from an undisclosed location somewhere near you. On PTO? Yep. Pay time off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, those of us that work for ourselves don't get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can take off anytime you want. Well, there's that, yeah. You have your own schedule. I have directives and overlords. Oh, sounds like you work for the government. No, no, but close (laughs) enough. (laughs) Time for real genders. That's good. And today... My gender is the crumbling COVID narrative. Nice. Uh, I am a genetically modified super soaker. (laughs) So you are no longer non-GMO? I am not. See, I'm still non-GMO because I won't take the vax into my life. Well, you know, uh, I'm not going to take the vax, but I'll let the super soaker be uh, modified. Yeah, just to... Wait a minute. Yeah, we're going to get off that topic. What's that? Having my super soaker genetically modified. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave that one alone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let that just hang out there. Even though we can't be canceled. No. Uh, because uh, one, we're a podcast and two, we're beholden to no one. Thank God for podcasting 2.0 and Adam Curry. Yeah. And Dave Jones. So, uh, first off, since we started with uh, news last week, we're going to go to Tech News. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? All right, the first thing I have is 5G and not not the... It's going to control the chips that are already installed in our head 5G. No, oh, not, is I'm it a different even, 5G? I'm not. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't subscribe to that theory that 5G is going to be for mass control. I do in the sense that you'll be tracked all the time. Yeah. But as far as beaming messages into your head, type 5G. Yeah, I mean, the, I'm the, not on board with that. Yeah, the uh, ultra wide band that that 5G has. I mean, they're it will make them make it just so that much easier to uh, be tracked and and you know all this stuff all these privacy issues that supposedly are being resolved um aren't aren't and they're going to be easier for corporations to access well the story i have first is from the verge uh with at&t and verizon set to bring their 5g expansion live on january 19th The FAA has chosen 50 airports that will have buffer zones to help prevent flight disruptions. Safety regulators picked 50 airports based on location, 
traffic, volume, and likelihood of low visibility. All the factors that may increase cancellation, delays, and diversions as both carriers roll out 5G C-band service. Mm-hmm. The FAA notes that AT&T and Verizon have agreed to turn off their 5G transmitters at these specific buffer zones for six months, which should minimize potential 5G interference with sensitive aircraft instruments used in low-visibility landings. Some airports include major hubs like Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport and Denver International. Didn't make the list either because they aren't locations where 5G C-band deployment will take place or they can't permit low-visibility landings. AT&T and Verizon have been itching to deploy their improved 5G service ever since they spent a combined $70 billion last year on securing chunks of C-band spectrum which should provide a middle ground in terms of 5G speed and coverage, something that both carriers' 5G service are currently lacking. The two currently offer 5G service using super-fast, high-band millimeter wave technology that only covers small areas as well as low-band spectrum, which provide lots of coverage to slow, akin to 4G LTE. T-Mobile already offers mid-band 5G service, but it isn't in the C-band range. So okay. that's that's one thing. But the ultra-wideband mm-hmm. gets into the tracking of humans, um, mm-hmm. the Apple trackers, mm-hmm. Apple AirTags, yep. which you've got a story on. I do. Which I'd like you to cover after this. All right. But, um, you know, with some of the things that are coming down the pipe that we've talked about, one being uh, that cars are now going as of 2025 or 2026, I can't remember, but have a kill switch Mm -hmm. to where they can just shut your car off. Yeah. The police, if you're in a car chase, the police can just shut it off. Yeah. Or if the government doesn't think you should drive anymore. Yeah. Or if you're past a certain age limit where they Mm -hmm. don't think you should drive anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you have well, you know you uh, haven't paid your tax to the government or whatever uh, it is parking ticket parking tickets, whatever they can yeah. cut your car off. Well, in twenty twenty, there's a new uh, in part of Biden's infrastructure plan mm-hmm. that uh, I haven't heard anybody talk about is that in twenty twenty four, all new cars will be equipped with some sort of alcohol monitoring system. A blow and go for everybody. Yeah, it's a blow and go or erratic driving or, you know, it's, there's various ways that they're thinking about implementing this. You know, if you're driving erratically, if you're driving in a way that would seem like you may have been drinking, it could shut your car down. Yeah, and this gets back to what Or this, it could call the police and have them come after you. This gets back to what we were originally started the podcast for, and that's freedom. Yes. And this is government agencies interfering in your life to create bigger uh, democracies, (laughs) (laughs) excuse me, Freudian slip there, uh, to create bigger bureaucracies, to hire more people, to get more people on the dole, to get more votes, to keep the party in line. Yeah. Well, always remember the sole purpose of bureaucracy is to maintain the bureaucracy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then once you put one of those uh, bureaucracies in, then it's impossible to remove it. Yeah, it, it just can't be done. They will find more purposes for themselves. 
which requires more people to t- to hire, which requires more uh, divisions. Divisions it requires more authority, mm-hmm. which then creates less liberty. Yes. I know that's a long way to go from 5G. Oh, yeah. But this is the mechanism. This is the network that they're going to use. And in some cities, you've seen this. It looks like parking meters. Mm -hmm. And basically, they're Wi-Fi tracking stations. Right. Uh, 5G is just another band of communication. Uh, What people don't realize is cellular towers. When we talk about cellular, we talk about radio, just standard old radio. We talk about Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing. Right. It's just different bands of it. Right. And what type of data transmission that they're carrying. And just so you know, you don't have to connect to a Wi-Fi modem for that modem to be able to gain data from your phone. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's some some other things that we should probably talk about. And that's like Alexa Sidewalk, where mm-hmm. they're sharing your Wi-Fi with other nearby customers of uh-huh. Amazon. So if they lose connection, then they can hop on your Wi-Fi. Uh, there was also Spectrum and many other data companies mm-hmm. that were doing this with their modems. Uh, one, I know Spectrum automatically creates a Wi-Fi hotspot that anybody who is a Spectrum customer can attach to somebody else's router Mm-hmm. if they're in a neighborhood or something like that and use that. And they also use it for their phone system for VoIP right. communications. Yes. And all this stuff is opt out. None of it is opt in. Right. No, you're automatically opted in, mm-hmm. even though you didn't actually opt in. Yeah. So my my uh, hybrid vehicle, uh, the one that I've got that runs on both uh, oxygen and diesel. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's hybrid. Uh <laughs> Ford truck, it did give me an opt-out for data collection. Okay. It came up on the screen, said, do you want to opt-in or opt-out for data collection? Mm-hmm. Of course, I opted out. Well, yeah. Don't want them to sell my information. And then plus, on their website, uh, when you go into it, they ask you if if it's okay to share your data for marketing. Right. And I said, no. And these come up now. That's one thing. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, good on you, Ford, for doing that. Yes. Most companies will not let you opt out. They won't, they, they'll they say you can opt out, but you, it's not apparent. You'll, well, you'll lose that service. Well, you don't get, you don't get any branding. Right. The, the, you don't have a screen that pops up and says, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this. Do you want to do this or not? No. They'll just opt you in and you have to opt out and you well, have you to have figure to, out how to opt yes. out. First, you have to figure out that you are opted in and then figure out through many menu choices somewhere mm-hmm. how to opt out. Yeah. So I'm not going to go down the road of, of, you know, 5G band causing cancer and stuff like that. It's just, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You're gonna, uh, it's you're the same get, thing we heard in the late nineties with cell phones are going to cause brain cancer. Yeah. Or if you put your cell phone in your pocket, you're going to end up sterile. Right. Yeah. yeah although <laughs> in some cases that might not be bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are some people I would like for them to carry their cell phone in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe we should extend abortions up to uh, age 75 so. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Very late term. 
anyway, um, so we're we're not going down the the whole this any radioactive radio waves, infrared bands, anything like that has the possibility after long term exposure of mutating cells into a cancer cell. Mm-hmm. Anything has the ability. The sun does it every day. Yes. yes. So your primary source of vitamin D. But it's, you know, the fact of the matter is it would take so much that, you know, to, to actually create a response mm-hmm. in your body, you know, which would be cancerous cells or whatever. It would, it's almost impossible for that to actually happen. It's just like in the late 70s when saccharin was taken out of all the diet sodas. Mm-hmm. My uncle, who's a type 1 diabetic, has been since he was three years old, hated the fact that they did that because it was the only way to have a diet soda that didn't have the nasty uh, aftertaste. aftertaste. Yeah. And, you know, it said, well, saccharin causes cancer. And we found out that, yeah, it will cause, it can potentially cause cancer if you drank three cases of soda every day for a minimum of five years. Wow, that's a serious uh, diet soda junkie. Yeah, but you know it was the that's the way it is. Hey, it's it's possible it could happen to you. Not really. Well, there's that, and then they put that aspartamine, aspartame, aspartame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call it aspartamine. They put that in there, which uh, has been proven to be addictive. Yeah, it's an addictive chemical that they put in these diet sodas that cause you to want to drink more of these diet sodas, Mm -hmm. which causes your gut biome to get all out of whack. And then it starts creeping up your intestines Mm -hmm. and going into your stomach, which causes obesity. Yes. Throws your whole entire system off, but we don't hear about that. And then, you know, (laughs) I was wondering when it was coming. We're in tech news, but this is this is kind of tech. You know, if, if you look at the history of sugar, and that's okay, that's another big one. We went to 5G to sugar, huh? We went from um, 5G a whole different lot of places than sugar. Squirrel. But this is about control, uh-huh. and let's let's put that out there. Okay. So the sugar industry paid scientists during the 70s and 80s uh-huh. to get you away from beef and take the heat off sugar. Yes. And so you remember the pyramid when we were a kid. Yes. The food pyramid. Yeah. 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 And grains were at the top. Right. Probably not the best thing for you. We only had three food groups back then. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Cheetos. Now it's like seven. Cheetos, Twinkies and Fritos. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, they always told you how bad meat was for you. Well, that was a sugar lobbyist. Mm-hmm. And they paid scientists to write these trans fat, fat's bad for you, red meat's bad for you, and propagate this narrative to take the heat off sugar. Mm-hmm. Sugar is probably the worst thing that you can have Yeah, for your body. One thing is cancer, mm-hmm. and that's how we got here. Uh, cancer feeds off sugar <laughs> like crazy. One of the things that that is a little known fact is if you get diagnosed with cancer and you cut all the sugar out of your diet, there there have been studies showing that 
it will either slow or arrest growth of cancer mm-hmm. because of getting rid of sugar and glucose. Yes. I've read some of those studies. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm a sugar junkie, man. I love stuff with sugar in it. I really do. Uh, but one of the, a big Dr. Pepper fan, I named one of my <laughs> dogs after the damn soda. Um, Get you some big red Texas. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, that's crack to me. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big red addict. But one of the things that, that I have done for my personal health, and this is just me, I'm not telling anybody what they need to do. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I've done is uh, I, I've, I've got it to where I've limited myself to two sodas a day, maximum. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you where I came from is I was drinking a six pack a day of Dr. Pepper because I'm a techie. I sit mm-hmm. behind a desk all day, mm-hmm. uh, caffeine and sugar. That's what drives most techies. Yeah. So while I'm sitting here doing work, uh, that, that good pick me up that you get from sugar and, and caffeine. Mm -hmm. And I say sugar, not sugar, corn syrup, right? But glucose based glucose based glucose, sucrose. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. You know, it gives you a little kick in the pants. Uh, uh, it gives you, uh, it gives you a little rush, sharpens mind a little bit. And uh, techies like that stuff. That's why you see all these yeah. programmers are drinking Mountain Dew. Uh, that stuff's that stuff's good for business. Believe. Well, it or that's not. why every time you see a TV show or a movie with somebody in their basement playing video games for hours on end, there are multiple cans and bottles of very syrupy, sugary drinks like Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow, uh, Jolt, uh, Gatorade. You know, I mean. and, and then Cheetos and Oreos and, you know, various other snacks that are just full of sugar. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and bread, let's not mm-hmm. forget oh, bread yeah. <laughs> because uh, what was it? Uh, Subway, they had to classify their bread as a dessert. Wow. Because they had so much sugar in it. I hadn't heard that, but it makes sense. Yeah. Well, look at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Everything that they serve has sugar in it. Their burgers have sugar in them. That's why their fries are so good. Sugar is addictive. Yes. Anyway, back to 5G. (laughs) Now that we've got your health concerns out of the way. (laughs) I might circle back around. So my my problem, my problem with uh, the whole 5G thing. Is the sugar in it? Yes, the sugar in it. Is the tracking aspect. Yes. So I can pick up my phone now, and it's probably one of those low bands. Uh, I'll pick it up right now and see if I have a 5G. Can I don't actually have one, but if I go to the if I go to the road of my property, mm-hmm. which is higher than where the house is, because mm-hmm. I live in basically a crater. Yeah. If I go to the road, I can get a 5G signal. Mm-hmm. I can't see visibly see towers. Yeah. I, could, I could probably take my drone up and map the towers mm-hmm. and find out where they are around me. What? we have to look at is this is the way that they're going to be tracking you everywhere. Whether you're in your car, if you've got the phone on you, if you've got a smartwatch, if Mm -hmm. you've got an air tag on you, all that stuff is going to be able to be tracked. Now I'm not going at it from a nefarious portion, but I am going at it easily. You could. And, and it has been used in that way. Mm-hmm. Twitter's been used that way because every tweet that you've ever done has your geolocation on it. Yes. And that is open source. Anybody yes. can get that information. Every picture on Facebook. Yep. Is geotagged. Yeah. So 
when you know these things and you know what's going on, see, the best thing about Facebook is getting the getting off of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> best thing about Twitter is not being on it. Yes. These are ways that you can be tracked. Okay, so we go to that argument. If you're not doing anything wrong, what are you worried about? Okay, well, let's put a camera in your bathroom. Then. Yeah. You're not doing anything wrong, so what are you worried about? Everybody yep. can see you poop all the time. <laughs> Everybody poops. I don't want people to see what I'm doing all the time. Yeah. That's why I got off social media. Mm-hmm. Is because people come to me and say, say, I saw you doing this, and that's pretty dangerous, which was riding motorcycles. Right. That's pre- Were you breaking the speed limit? Well, that's none of your damn business. Yeah. It's not your damn business what I'm doing. Yeah. And so at one point I opted in mm-hmm. to have the world invited into my life. Mm-hmm. And now I have opted out. Yes. And I don't want people to know what I'm doing in my life. Not that I'm doing anything wrong, uh, but with cancel culture and everything else, I don't want them there. This thing with 5G, this is what we get into. We get into you're monitored 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And the people who own these towers, AT&T and Verizon, why do you think they want to do this? They want to sell your data. Yes. They want to sell your data. They want advertisers to have that data. And then advertisers want to convince you that their product is what you need. Mm -hmm. And I say that that way because you were talking about sugar. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring this all full circle. Cool. So what is the... Most important meal of the day. What is what have you been told all your life the most important meal of the day is? It's the one meal I don't eat. Breakfast. Yes. <laughs> Prior to uh when was it? It was late eighteen hundreds when CW Post and um Kellogg, Kellogg mm-hmm. came out with breakfast cereal. That's right. Prior to that, people did not eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bacon and eggs, it wasn't pancakes, they did not eat breakfast. Yeah. When Kellogg and CW Post, which was I mean, right at the exact same time, they came out uh, with their breakfast cereals. Mm-hmm. When that happened, I think CW Post was grape nuts. Kellogg was cornflakes. Mm-hmm. When that happened, they hit the advertising market with this is the most important meal of the day. And Kellogg was a nut. He was into mass yeah. control. He oh, yeah. Was a, he was a nut. Yeah. Well, Post wasn't wasn't all that far off either. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, so that got into the mainstream that uh, it was the most important meal of the day. Mm -hmm. Well, come along sugar, frosted flakes, sugar on your cereal, (laughs) sugar in your syrup because you have to have pancakes now. Yeah. Sugar here, sugar there. Sugar, uh, the sugar lobby became huge in the cereal market. Mm-hmm. because that's how you got kids to eat cereal. And once kids ate cereal with sugar on it, they became addicted to it. Not addicted like, you know, somebody is to cocaine. Don't get me wrong. But there is a craving that happens. So now they've got to eat cereal every morning. And then there's also so, also that crash if you right. don't do it. Right. But see, what I'm getting at is this goes along with the whole mass formation thing that people talk about the mass hypnosis almost of the population because we now believe that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Mm. A large percentage of the population believes this, which is a complete and utter lie. Yeah. 
Well, if you say it long enough, people will believe exactly. it. Exactly. If you repeat it over and over and exactly. over again, people will and believe it. The most important thing to have for breakfast, cereal. The most important thing to have on your cereal, sugar. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you bring up a valid point, and for a long time, I was, I'm a Frosted Flakes junkie and Fruit Loops, <laughs> but there are none in the house because I was using that for a, a dinner substitute. Yeah. I stopped that, and I stopped milk because I'm I'm lactose intolerant okay. anyway, so it was kind of a bad, <laughs> it was a bad circular problem yeah. that, that sure, I Mrs. Had. Dunlop didn't like it much. Uh, well, we were doing the lactate, which is fine, but yeah. you know, it's uh, I, I started looking at studies, and I'm not criticizing anybody else. I just do what's right for me. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I decided to do was give up cow mucus, <laughs> which is milk, hmm. decided to give it up on a daily basis. So I, I stopped drinking milk, which cut the cereal out. Mm-hmm. And once I cut the cereal out, I became sharper. Mm-hmm. My mind became sharper. Once I cut the sugar down, mm-hmm. I became sharp. Uh, a couple of other things too, you know, we were talking about skipping breakfast. I do intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. but, but I've done it all my life. Right. It's not, they call it intermittent fasting. It's just thing, something I grew up with. I don't eat breakfast. Sometimes only one meal a day, mm-hmm. depending on how I feel. And I don't feel the need to eat just because somebody said this is time to eat. Right. That's why I weigh 150 pounds at 50 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm lean. I'm, I'm actually muscular too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in good shape. And a lot of it has to do with my eating habits. When you eat some of these things like pastas, high carbs, things like mm-hmm. that, uh, they make you dull mentally. Yeah. yeah. So go out there and eat a big pot of spaghetti and feel, and you, you feel stupid. Uh-huh. You actually feel stupid. Your brain slows down, your, metabol- your, your metabolism goes, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me some pasta. <laughs> I love me some as John Dvorak would say, cheap mac and cheese. <laughs> love me some mac and cheese, man. I mean, I do. I can't, I can't say that I don't. I love toast. I love some things that are really bad for you. But I do those in moderation. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it in the time frame that I'm supposed to have. Also, intermittent fasting puts your body into survival mode. And guess what that does for your brain? You get sharp because you're mm-hmm. in hunt mode. Yep. You know, it's good for your brain. You're sharp in the morning. All my best work is done before lunch mm-hmm. because after lunch, you know, I get kind of dopey. Yeah. But I try to accomplish everything kinda that I'm supposed dopey. to do. Hmm? Kind of dopey. Kind of dopey. Yeah. That's why we record this in the morning. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's when all my best work is done is mm-hmm. in the morning. I'm sharp. I'm energetic. Uh, I'm, I'm motivated. And mm-hmm. then in, af- in the afternoons, uh, I mean, it's not too bad when I'm working from home, but when I have to go out in the field and I have to go up to corporate mm-hmm. and I take my employees out to eat, it's usually bad road food. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's like everything I can do to stay awake. Yeah. Because these aren't, these aren't things I choose to eat. The things right. I choose to eat are, are meats without too much fillers. And, and I, I know I sound like a health nut, but it's not. I'm not obsessed with my health. I'm not one of those control freaks who are so obsessed with their health. But through living, I know what works good for my body. And that may not be the same for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not telling anybody how to eat. 
it's this control factor. That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. This control factor of how they can get you stupid mm-hmm. and how they can get you passive, eat lots of soy. Yeah. And how they can get you passive and how they can tone down this toxic masculinity. Oh my God. Yeah. More soy. Mm-hmm. Well, and that leads back into tech with what's coming soon. 3d printed meat. Oh, oh, we talked about this. I think on episode two. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. There will be 3d printers that will use soy and create meat. Mm. I mean, they were, they were, They've already for some time now have been able to print 3D print organs, actual flesh and blood organs. And I'm down with that. Yeah. But, you know, don't don't be 3D printing me a piece of a a Wagyu ribeye. No, no. Give me a Wagyu ribeye. You know, give me a real piece of steak. This may not be the main motivation for this, but mm-hmm. it's it's really to get us more compliant, yeah. a more compliant society. Well, they, and we've kind of touched on this a few times, but if they start creating lower quality food, mm-hmm. and what they're going to do is they'll keep getting lower and lower and lower quality until the populace says, hey, this isn't any good anymore. Then what they'll do is bump it up just a little bit. Yeah. So that now you'll be really happy with what you get, but the lower quality food is going to make you less sharp. It's going to dull your mind Mm -hmm. uh, because your mind is not getting the nutrients it needs to function at a high rate. And and with that, your brain is required fatty acids to yes. function. Yes. All this no fat stuff uh-huh. is actually really bad for you. Yeah. Give me now, a- now, don't get me wrong. There are good fats and bad fats. Mm-hmm. You want medium chain and long chain triglycerides. Now, I'm not going to get into all of the science behind all of that, but, you know. Why? We're in the tech section. We are. But the medium chain and the long chain triglycerides are what your body needs. Yes. Your brain needs fat. Your body needs fat. Your body needs fat for nothing else to burn as fuel. Well, speaking of that strategy you just talked about, uh, which uh, Texas Slim talks about that a lot, you can see it, you can see it in, in McDonald's. Because I remember when I'd go to McDonald's, man, and they had a great hamburger. Yeah. They had a great hamburger. And it was fried on a grill. Mm-hmm. And it was tasty. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like uh, in the 90s was the last yeah. time it tasted good. Yeah. yeah. Then they started, you know, whatever, they're steaming them now, bringing them out of frozen. Some, I don't know. And they kept lowering the quality, lowering the quality to the point to where nobody was eating it. And then they did exactly what you're talking about. They mm-hmm. bumped it up just enough yep. to make it edible. Now, I, don't, I need to find some kind of report somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's got to be one. McDonald's hamburgers are very little meat. Really? Yeah. The pink slime. It's all it's all fillers. Pink slime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's all fillers. Yeah. And for those who don't remember the pink slime controversy, too bad. Uh, too bad yeah. we didn't have a podcast when pink slime was out. That would have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be the uh, chicken nuggets were this pink slime that came out of a tube that they cut off, mm. breaded and fried. Ugh. Yeah. It. I mean, it was a hoax. Yeah. But. It was a believed hoax. Matter of fact, it was on the ABC World News mm-hmm. that that's what they were doing. Fake news. Yep. 
If I could tell you all of the fake news I've heard on the mainstream media in my life. I mean, it's been going on for decades. Yeah. Well, let's stay on this. Yes. On this 5G. Oh, is that where we are? And go go to your AirTag story, please. Now that we've... uh, Squirrel. Yeah. (laughs) Apple's biggest scandal of 2022 is already happening. Tell me more. (laughs) Well, um, you know... They, they came out with these air tags and they are air tags are very useful um, and they pretty much function exactly as advertised. Well, let me let me say That's this the problem while we're on Apple. Yes. Tim Cook pay package swelled to ninety eight point seven million a year. But go ahead. Oh, is that all? But go ahead. Oh, ninety eight point seven million dollars a year. A year. Now, that being said, I will say. Anybody that can negotiate a contract, get paid whatever you think you're worth, go for it. That's true. I will not fault somebody for making more money. That's true. Um, I will fault somebody for using slave labor, Mm -hmm. like Apple. Yep. Um, Nike. Look at, uh, if if you don't believe me, look up the Uyghurs, which is spelled U-I-G-U-R-E-S, I I think. Mm -hmm. Something like that. It's, It's not spelled like... It sounds, yeah, they're in Turkey, but they're, they're yeah, they're uh, they're make, a Muslim they're a Muslim shoes. sect in China. Yeah, yeah. they're internment camps yes. to make shoes. Yes. and iPhones. Yes. So if you're wearing Nike shoes, you are supporting slave labor. Yep, literal slave labor and and iPhones. Yes, slave labor. Yep, or air tags. Uh, so there, you know, there's been. A, Quite a bit of conference controversy lately about um, how about how Apple rolled these out, and how these things are being used to keep track of more than just your keys. They're being used to stalk people. Yeah, it's so we not t- theoretical. It's really happening. We talked about this on the lab, last podcast. Yes. How people were slipping air tags into rich people's pockets, yes. slipping air tags. Uh, sticking them to their Bentleys Mm -hmm. and then following them home, finding out where they live and doing home invasions. Yeah. Now, now let me say this was not Mm -hmm. what they were intended to do. No. You know, somebody figured out a way to uh, gain the system on this and use it for nefarious purposes. We're not blaming home invasions on Apple. No, no, not at all. And I want to put that out there. But people that do illegal things find ways to use things that are good in mm-hmm. illegal ways. But having said that, yes. now what's Apple going to do about it? <clears throat> well, Because now they do have a responsibility. Yes, they do. They do. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of answers coming out of Apple. Really? You know, they're, they're coming out with, with things like, well, if you get farther, if the tag gets farther away from your phone... Then a certain distance, which they're not coming out with and saying what that distance is, mm-hmm. it uh, the air tag will alarm, which mm-hmm. I guess could be helpful. But you know, if you suck it in, in the wheel well of my car and I'm driving down the road, you know, how, first off, how long will that alarm continue to go on? Right. You know, if I got a 30 minute drive home, the alarm might be shut off by then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and th- like I said, they're not coming up with a lot of answers, you know, and it's not a unique scenario where, you know, technology can be used for you good and bad. Just yeah. think about, you know, encryption. 
you know, the conversation that's been going on for decades around encryption. But I have a feeling that this scenario where Apple is going to is where Apple's going to lose and it's going to be a lot more embarrassing than any misstep they've had in, in any recent history. Well, <laughs> the encryption discussion, you triggered me. Triggered! <laughs> <laughs> the thing about encryption is the only reason there's a discussion is because the government wants a backdoor into all encryption. That's right. the only discussion. Nobody oh, yeah, else has absolutely. a problem with encryption. No, absolutely. It's but, only governments that have okay, problems the, with the encryption. The other answer that Apple's come out with is you can download an app, and they don't have it out, have it out yet, but you'll be able to download an app that will tell you if there are any air tags around you, mm. which again, bug detector is it's a bug. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a bug detector, but also it's a horrible idea mm-hmm. because if I have this app on my phone and it says either there's air tags around me, then I know that there's something near me that belongs to somebody else, mm-hmm. something that they consider important, yeah, important enough to put an air tag on like their car keys their wallet, their, you know, whatever, a laptop. Mm-hmm. Now I know there's an air tag there. Yep. And I can find where that air tag is and I can steal that whatever it is. Who needs a metal detector anymore? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think Apple's going to design their way out of this problem. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, and Apple's not coming out with an app like this for Android devices. Uh huh. Only for iOS. Yeah. So if you have an Android phone, you're screwed. Yeah. Huh. So you got to buy into the ecosystem. Exactly. No, thanks. Um, But anyway, why are we talking about that after 5G? It's because the AirTag uses ultra wideband. Yes. Yes. They initially were just Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. And just like the uh, tile, Mm -hmm. they're going to start using Yeah, they're going to use uh, ultra wideband. Uh, so this is, you know, you can find this anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's essentially like find my iPhone. Yeah. So, you know, it'll show you within a three meter radius of where that air tag is. And the one thing that I'll say about find my iPhone, the, the great thing is if, uh, you got somebody who's, uh, cheating on you, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way to, yeah, it is, it's a well, great then, way to figure that one out. And another way that these air tags are being used is to stalk people. Mm-hmm. You know, these stalkers are getting an air tag, tossing it into their targets, clothes, car, purse, whatever. And now they can find them anytime they want. Yes, and so that brings something else to my mind is lack of opportunity. So I used to have a friend of mine, a former friend of mine, for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. uh, used to say that a man is only as loyal as his opportunities Wow! when it comes to women. And I was like, really? I was like, dude, that is such a bad way to look at look at." Wow. And, you know, it's projection. Yeah. You know, yeah. Some, some people project their crap on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll put it this way. In my organization, I have access to all emails. I have access to billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have access to people's pay. I have yeah. access to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Because I have, oh, I don't know, a moral code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get into those things yeah. because I am trusted 
with these things yes. that I don't look at them. I've been in those positions many times. Even though I have access to them, I don't access them. No. And I think there is a complete failure of morality these days in people that if they're entrusted with something, that they don't use it to gain the system. Morality has become quite subjective yeah. in, in recent years. You know, it's whatever I deem is good and fair. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, if, if I think I, I have a right to do it, if I believe I have a right to do it, then I can do it. Yeah, you're co-signing your own bullshit. Yeah. If I was back in one of those positions where I had access to emails and pay, and um, I've been in positions where I could have funneled money to myself, mm-hmm. you know, done like a baloney slicer. Um, <laughs> like an office space. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, this sounds familiar. Wasn't this the theme of Superman too? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I could have done things like that. Mm-hmm. And in today's climate, there are people who would think, you know what? They've given me the ability to do this. Therefore, I have the right to do this. Therefore, it's not wrong for me to do it. Yeah. And it's that adversarial mentality that people have about Marxism. It's us against the corporate machine. Mm -hmm. Look, if you don't like who you're working for, go find your happiness elsewhere. Yeah. That's all you have to do is go find another job. Exactly. There well, are other jobs. Nobody's keeping you, especially right now with all this yeah. anti-work crap. The great resignation. Yeah. But yet unemployment's only 3.9%. Yeah. Well, that's bullshit. A, uh, lying with statistics. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, the so air- yeah, Ad, uh, Apple's uh, in trouble on this one. The air tags are, you know, <laughs> just the beginning of the surveillance state. People don't get it. The, well, the thing is, the surveillance state started already. Well, they're giving up their their freedoms for security. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about this. We'll watch it for you. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. We're only here to help. So I've got a bit of good news. Oh, really? Elizabeth awesome. Holmes' guilty ver- verdict Yay. is a wake-up call for startups. Or will the fake it till you make it mindset persist? Uh, if, <laughs> no, you know, if it was uh, 25 years ago, mm-hmm. she'd have gotten away with it. She would have gotten away. I remember I, I so wanted uh, to have a really good idea back in the 90s because that's all you needed. Yeah. You didn't need a business plan. You didn't need startup capital. Mm-hmm. You didn't even need your own computer. If you had a good idea, people threw money at you. Well, yeah, you say that, but up until 1992, you could deposit as much cash into the bank as you wanted to also, so well, you yeah. could have been a drug kingpin also. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could have done that. I uh, <laughs> I watched uh, with my ex-wife, we were watching movies one night, and we watched that movie Blow, mm-hmm. and she looked at me and said, you're smart enough to do that. Why didn't you ever do that? Duh. Well, I can see why she's your ex-wife. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I thought she was joking. I really did. Uh-huh. No, she was dead serious. I was like, because uh, I don't want to smuggle drugs back and forth between Columbia and Florida. Mm-hmm. She said, but we'd be rich right now. I, was, I, I just, I, I was flabbergasted. I was floored. Yeah. That she was dead serious. Yep. 
Yeah, she's my ex-wife. So she defrauded investors on $945 million. Yeah. For a boondoggle that did not work, that came out of the ether, mm-hmm. that this machine was going to diagnose you for all kinds of problems. Uh-huh. All you had to do is provide a drop of blood. Yep. Walgreens was way in on it. Oh, yeah. Bought a bunch of these machines that mm-hmm. didn't work. Nope. Yeah, she founded Theranos in 2003 after, ready? After dropping out of Stanford. Mm-hmm. But then again, Bill Gates did the same thing. But Bill Gates was in the 80s. Microsoft was founded in 86. Yeah. So he had a good idea and he was a good marketer. That's all Bill Gates has ever been. Right. Is a good marketer. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Great marketer. Mm -hmm. Very creative. Not really super intelligent. Wozniak, yes. Yeah. Steve Jobs, not so much. Right. But he was, you know, he was the driving marketing force. Well, four I've out said, of... I've said that for years, though, that Apple's just a good marketing company. Yeah. Well, four out of the 11 charges brought mm-hmm. against her, including three counts of wire fraud and conspiracy to defund investors. That's what they got her on. Four out of the 11 charges. Yeah. Now, I don't... I, they haven't sentenced her no. as of yet, but good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm really tired of these startups and fintechs and all these buzzword companies. Yeah. Cloud. Yeah. People like buzzwords way too much. Yeah. And will pay a lot of money for a buzzword. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're paying a lot of money for a buzzword because they don't understand what it really means and don't realize they could just do it themselves for very low, low cost. Well, Silicon Valley... Silicon Valley, yeah. silicone's fake titties, but I guess you could call it Silicon Valley. Oh, there's too. a lot of silicone there. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been there. There's a lot of silicone. It's time that they paid their dues. This angel investor, mm-hmm. uh, let's take a bunch of money, let's throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. This has to stop. There's been so much bad technology that's come out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, promises made you know, overpromise, underdeliver. This stuff has got to stop. And yeah. I think I think that it is. One thing is California's so locked down, people are moving to Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh wish they really wouldn't, but I've got a theory on that too, is they'll get to missing the ocean after about three years and get tired of the Texas heat and they'll move move yeah. the F back. Gotta hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired of seeing them. When we really look at it, you're th- you're getting all this money because of some weird kooky idea because everybody's trying to get on board with the next Google, mm-hmm. next SpaceX, the next Tesla. These are the ones who made it. Yeah. Out of tons and tons and tons of other things that just never left the launching pad. Right. Or people didn't work hard enough for it. Everybody wants to be the next billionaire. Mm-hmm. And they want to be a billionaire in two weeks. Yes. Well, that's more of a millennial idea. But uh, yeah. anyway, and well, there, ha- there have been that's, successes that's in that. That's what, you know, millennials are up to, what, 42 years old now? Well, I mean, the Gen Y now. Yeah, whatever. I think the Zoomers. Mo- I think I think the the millennials are trying are starting to figure it out. Yeah. I think they're starting to figure out, well, there's no free ride here. Right. So maybe I should 
start that 401k now. You mean the ones <laughs> that aren't uh, living in mom's basement? Exactly. At 35? Oh, just imagine the homeless after their parents die. Oh, my it, God. It'll soar. <laughs> I, remember when, I, I remember I've read articles. It's been a while since I've read one, but I've read articles where parents have had to actually sue to get their children evicted because they're like 35, not working, eating all the food, and living in the basement. Mom, where's the Hot Pockets? I'm going to sue you. Uh, Mom, you were out of Pop-Tarts. Well, so back to this Theranos thing. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of companies that make it, and there's a lot of companies that don't. Yeah. And it create buzz. So I was out on the job boards because right now it's a good time to be looking for a job. Yeah. And I saw one that was paying 200 k mm-hmm. for a director of IT. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Dallas, Texas. That's uh-huh. not too far away. Uh-huh. Let's check this out. And I looked at it, and the thing it said was new startup. And I was like, no, thanks. Oh. Done. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, a part of a couple startups, and yeah, I won't do it again. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. Uh, I've been part of a startup that started out really great with a lot of promises. Twelve years later, mm-hmm. it finally sold for less than it started up as. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll just report on whatever Theranos comes up as a <laughs> sentence for, uh, hey, you know, have, it couldn't happen to a nicer person. No, you're right. So, she uh, she deserves everything coming to her. That's right. Now it's time for the news. So I got a couple of key topics here. One, Joe Rogan joins Getter because he's afraid that Twitter's going to go to shit and kick him off like they've kicked everybody else off. And Mm -hmm. he's, I read an article, I don't know if this is true, but he did it because of Marjorie Green Taylor getting kicked off. Marjorie Taylor Green, Green, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh, she's she's a congresswoman. Yeah. Got kicked off, permanently banned from Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Oh, good geez. stuff. It's uh, it's it's kind of a recurring theme, especially right now. You know, look, I'm not on board with this no work thing. No, I'm I'm just not on board with no, it. No, not at all. About fifty fifty on this great resignation. Now, I believe that people should look at their lives and really assess if what they're doing is really worth the time that they're spending. Okay. I do believe that. Now, looking at real values, not some perceived value of right. the time. My time is very important to me. It's mm-hmm. most precious thing to me. But I got to have money too. Well, yeah. So I got I got to work. So I, I, I do like the part where these big corporations who are too big to fail, who think their people are just numbers, that they're getting kind of a punch in the face. Uh-huh. And I think we can find some middle ground here. Now, mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with that because you're self-employed. Right. I am not. Yes. I am in the big corporate entity. Yes. So when people are like, well, we'll just find another one of you. Well, now that's starting to backfire. Now, I'm not on board with the people who are like, you're... I've been working here two weeks. I need a raise. Yeah, <laughs> no, you don't. Right, right. <laughs> I have a master's degree. I should get paid a lot of money. You have no experience. No. 
no practical experience. No, you no, you shouldn't. It's it's this thought that that because I'm fresh out of school, I should get paid as much as somebody who's been in this industry for 25 years. No, that it doesn't work that way. Plus, you got your degree in underwater sugar cube building. Yes, really. <laughs> That's a good one. I like yeah, that. It's pretty good. Uh, so, Twitter, we're the shit. Mm-hmm. Well, just remember. Literally. Just remember, so is MySpace. Yes. Facebook's t- taking a severe downturn uh-huh. because of their go woke, go broke policy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that, that goes on to CNN. CNN did the go woke, go broke. Now they're down 75% in prime time. 75%. 75%. That's how the Discovery Channel just bought them. Mm -hmm. Because they're worthless. They're worthless. They were near bankruptcy when Discovery Channel bought them. Mm -hmm. And now the Discovery people are creating a shakeup in CNN. You know, they're firing people. Mm -hmm. um, Or... They're allowing people to resign. Well, and they're outright lying about stuff. Yeah. Outright lying. Yes. So uh, Rachel Maddow with her, uh, there's so many people in the hospital because of ivermectin overdoses that gunshot victims can't get treatment was a outright lie. Yes. Well, that was on PMSNBC, um, but... Yeah, I mean that was that was not only did she lie about it, she had a doctor lie about it, and then the hospital came out like two or three days later with a press release stating that number one, that doctor does not work at that hospital and has no privileges there, mm-hmm. and that hospital said what they're saying is completely false. Yes, and if you know anything about ivermectin. Yeah. It's very hard to overdose on it. Well, out of 4 billion treatments of ivermectin over the years, Mm -hmm. there have only been 30 adverse cases. Wow. Those are better numbers than the vaccine. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) You mean the vaccine that um, they tested on 1,300 kids and one of them is now permanently in a wheelchair and has to be fed through a tube? Yep. So one out of 1,300. That's the odds. Mm -hmm. With your kids um, getting this vaccine, the odds are one in 1,300. That's all they tested was 1,300. And again, Pfizer, in the adverse reaction, uh, stated that the girl has a severe headache. Yeah. Lies. Yeah. I mean, it's just all over the place. Well, I don't know. I mean, I didn't cry when Fredo got... Got the can. No. No, I, I, I kind of cheered on that one. We'll, I like, I, we'll never look at the the name Cuomo same no, again. <laughs> no, But then again, I know a lot of New Yorkers who know the name Cuomo. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, the crooked nose, wise guys type. Mm. Made an offer you couldn't refuse. Yeah. Much like the Kennedys in Chicago. And, you know, they made deals with them. Oh, speaking of big lies, I'm on a roll here. All right. You know all those COVID relief funds that President (laughs) Brandon was uh, saying Uh that we we needed to give them out and get them passed soon? Yeah. And now we need more COVID relief funds? Well, yeah, because they spent those. Yes. They they spent... Hey, Scott, what did they spend them on? Well, let me tell you. Flights for illegal immigrants and housing for illegal immigrants and... 
stimulus checks for illegal immigrants. You mean those illegal immigrants that were taking the middle of the night flights to states that did not know that they were getting them? That's right. Oh, those ones. Yes. So if you're wondering where your tax dollars are going, it's to buy future voters 10 years from now. So hold on. You're talking about the COVID relief money that was slated to go to Americans that were having problems during the the COVID era. That's correct, sir. Huh. And that money didn't go to those people? It did not. It went to people that aren't American? That's right. Who were not invited here? Absolutely. Who have no legal basis to be here? You got it. Huh. Who are breaking the law by even being here. So we're now, not only, not only are we allowing lawbreakers to enter the country. We're awarding them. paying lawbreakers that enter our country. We are rewarding them for breaking the law. Can, uh, hold on. Can you hear this? (laughs) That's called a face palm. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you're kind of gentler government at work. Uh, well, oh my God. You know, that kind of leads into something, uh, on, uh, Ready? Hit me with it. Kamala. I wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) She is channeling Jimmy Carter. Get out of here. Yeah. Jimmy Carter had a speech um, that pretty much blamed the malaise of the country for uh, all the problems that were going on at the time when Mm -hmm. he was president. Well, she's pretty much done the same thing. In a speech, she uh, says it's because of the malaise, and she used the same word, um, there's a level of malaise nearly two years into the pandemic that is causing Joe Biden's woes and all the problems he's having in office. So she's blaming the American public for what the government is doing wrong. Uh, What about his dementia? She mentioned that. Oh, Did nobody talks know, about that. No, nobody talk talks about, about grandpa's dementia. Maybe he's just a shitty president. Yeah, she's, she's trying to link Americans uh, fatigue. I've heard it called mm-hmm. with the on. I like the word she used malaise with the ongoing COVID crisis, Biden's sinking poll numbers um, and rising inflation and high energy costs. So it's because of us, because of the American people. That inflation is bad. Okay. Uh, the energy problem is because he shut down pipelines and he, then gave those contracts to his trucking buddy to truck gas all over the country. Well, yeah. That was built in a favor. Well, yeah. And then, you know, he endorsed the pipeline from Russia to Germany, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kind of being a pain in the ass because Russia keeps saying, you know what? You have enough. And then we're, and they, they reverse the pipeline. And then we're involved in starting a war with Kazakhstan. Oh, yeah. And Ukraine and, yeah. And let me remind everybody, Trump is the only president that did not start a war during his presidency. Yeah, in uh, decades. Yeah. Yeah, since, I think. Carter. uh, Before that. I think the last president to not start a war or conflict would be Eisenhower. That's uh, 50 years. That's yeah, JF- a century. JFK got us into Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Johnson did the buildup. 
Nixon got us out, though. If he anytime you hear the name Nixon, if it's not Watergate, it's you know, he's to blame for Vietnam. He got us out of Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And oh, I saw a documentary, I watched most of a documentary, I couldn't finish it. Oh, it's called uh, How China Got Its Money. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. No, they talked about how Carter opened the doors to China, it was Nixon. How Carter did so much great stuff opening the doors to China and, and helping their prosperity. There's only one worse president than Carter, and that's Biden. Yeah. I mean, there, we've had some bad ones mm-hmm. in history, but Biden is, yeah. Of course, uh, there was Taft yeah. also. <laughs> there was Coolidge who spent three months in Colorado uh, trout fishing. Yeah. Um, Millard Fillmore was not a good president. But yeah, I think I, th- I think Biden... Yeah, I think Biden tops the list on worst presidents we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I At this point, I would rather have Jimmy Carter. Well, speaking of... Speaking of President Harris. Yes. Yeah, I know you don't want to hear none of this. Oh, come on. January 6th. Oh, God. In her speech from the Capitol... Christmas Day for the media. To mark... The one-year anniversary of the riot. Uh-huh. Harris claimed the incident raked among such tragedies as the Japanese invasion of Pearl Harbor. What? In 1941 and the terror attacks of September 11th. Both of which killed, wow. thousands, killed thousands of people. Wow. And only one person, look it up, folks, only one person was killed. It was Ashley Babbitt. An unarmed civilian. An unarmed civilian. So, hold on. (laughs) The Hulk is coming out. I don't think that the people who did some of the things, I don't think they were right. No. I think they should have stayed outside. If they would have stayed outside, everything would have been fine. Uh, I'm going to reserve judgment on the rest of it because there's a lot of news coming out about this now. A lot of findings that Mm -hmm. uh, go against the narrative. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to reserve any comment on that. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Um, the the narrative changes rapidly, mm-hmm. and the findings are not going along with that narrative. Yeah, that's why the narrative keeps changing. That's right. But it slightly alters. Yeah, you know, so they can exaggerate some points and make things that are perfectly innocuous uh, nefarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm not going to comment much on that right now. Okay. But, but here, soon I will. Here's my problem with this whole thing. Uh, Bitch Pudding stands up there and says this crap. Mm-hmm. And here's why. For the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. the government was afraid of its people. And this is a not-in-my-backyard type of thing. Right. I had this discussion with somebody not too long ago, and they were like, yeah, but it's our leaders. And I was like, no, 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 no. Representatives. These, these are representatives, and these are people that have to answer to their people. Yes. They're they're not gods. They're not special. They have the same rights and responsibilities that we do. Mm-hmm. They are not speaking from a spiritual mountaintop. No. So, yeah, they... They have the same threat of life that the rest of us do. Mm-hmm. And nobody's life was threatened no. during this. No. Nobody's life was threatened. No. 
I saw I saw when people went into the Capitol, they were still in the in the velvet ropes. Yeah. Walking a single file. Yeah. So this is this is just a pushback from the elite mm-hmm. to say you're going to get big crime and punishment if you ever threaten us again. Mm-hmm. We'll show you who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's like we know who you are. But you can, but it's okay to go burn down cities. Yeah, in the try blood. try to uh, start a fire in a police station that's full of people. Yeah, and Harrison Schumer were encouraging people to bail out the protesters. Yes, of Antifa, yes. Black Lives Matter. Yes, and we're not. We're not holding those guys without trial for a year. No. In one of the worst holding facilities in the country in mm-hmm. D.C. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, these guys might as well be in Gitmo. Well, you know what's funny? And I, I said this during that whole summer of, of rioting, the summer of love, mostly peaceful protests. Mostly. Well, um, things you know, down I, behind Yeah. Them. I said, as soon as the election's over, you're not going to hear from these people again, Antifa. BLM, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And since the election, how often do you hear about them? They're, they've disappeared. Yeah. They've disappeared. They are, and, and what I used to say was that uh, Antifa was to the Democrats here like Mao's Red Guard was, mm-hmm. which is a bunch of young people that went around and um, essentially beat everybody into submission. And then once Mao got communism in place... And he was the supreme leader. He realized the Red Guard had too much power and executed them all. Yeah. And that was, that's essentially what's happened. Well, now, say, they haven't been executed, but they've been silenced. Well, I'll say this to air douchebag Madam Vice President. <laughs> uh, you're wrong. Yes. And this is self-serving political crap. That's that's one of the most offensive things I've heard in a long time from anybody, especially somebody in politics at, at a high level. I didn't like her before, and I really don't like her now because everybody that was involved in both conflicts, 9-11 mm-hmm. and in 1941 at Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor, should be insulted by the comparison. Absolutely. Should be insulted. And every single military member, veteran or active duty. That's right. But then again, they should have been insulted by Hillary Clinton in the whole Benghazi escapade. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I had people saying, well, that didn't happen. It's like, uh, yeah, it did. Uh, they made a movie about it. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely happened. Uh, speaking of <laughs> this regime. Yes. Well, NASCAR shows its true colors. Okay. So NASCAR shuts down the Let's Go Brandon Crypto endorsement. Oh, God. So NASCAR is kind of wokey wokey. That one surprised me. I remember well, two years ago when when they uh, where, where there was this noose in the garage and it was actually just a yeah, rope. It was the rope to, tie to pull down the garage door. To pull down the garage door. Yeah. And they made a big fuss about, oh, it's all about race. It's all oh about racing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All about the race. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're if you're a soft-headed fucktard yeah you can you can see it everywhere i mean there's a boogeyman around the corner but quit quit living like chicken shit i mean my all right so i was on the phone with a vendor the other day and and uh this vendor knows i like to do dangerous things Uh personally dangerous things to me you know extreme sports things like that Mm -hmm. 
And we were talking about that, and he said, uh, you, you don't have much fear, do you? I was like, I'm not scared to live. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared to live. And, and then he said, I bet you don't walk around without a mask. I was like, I'm not even vaccinated because I'm not afraid to die. Yeah. Because I'm going to live my life to the fullest. Because eventually I am going to die. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. I'm going to mm-hmm. have, it's going to happen to me. So I'm not going to cower like a, a little child in the corner going, everything's going to kill me and everything's going <laughs> to offend me and I might feel bad for a second. Uh-huh. No, I go out because I'm brave and I live in a dangerous world. Mm-hmm. And I'm a man and I have toxic <laughs> masculinity uh-huh. and I'm going to go out there and kick ass and take names and I'm going to live my life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. And everybody who wants straighten up your skirt, Nancy, stay home and stay safe. Yeah. I'm going out in the big bad world and do dangerous things because well, they're worthwhile. Well, a fear of death follows a fear of life. Mm-hmm. Those who fear death are those who do not live a fulfilled life. That's right. Um, you fear death because, you know, your life is not fulfilling mm-hmm. and your life is not fulfilling because you're afraid of life. Yeah. Stay home, chicken shit. Yeah. Leave the rest of the world to us big boys. I mean, do I fear death? No. Do I want to die? No. You know, there's a lot of things I still like to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not like when I was younger, I feared death, um, which is strange to say being a veteran. But uh, I've been, you know, close to it a couple of times. But today, you know, it's, it's, I don't fear it. I don't welcome it, but I don't fear it. I'm going to live my life such that I can be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And if something happens that I die while doing that, well, then that's what happens. Now, I'll say this. I don't fear death, but son, you come at me with a weapon, <laughs> you better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will protect my life, but I don't live life in fear. Mm-hmm. And that's been the big thing during the pandemic is everybody's had this mass formation out of fear. And then they're giving out little gifts. Oh, oh, you should take yeah. this vaccine. You can have your freedoms uh-huh. back. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You should be on our side because we're on your side. Exactly. Yeah. If you believe that lie, then you deserve to be in fear. We're only here to help. Yeah, we're the government. We're here to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. I'll, t- I'll do my own thing. Well, if you get the vaccine, you won't have to wear a mask or social distance. Yeah, and, and you can't get the virus. No. That's what Ma- Rachel Maddow said. Yeah, so did she, Joe Biden. Yeah, you can't get it if you've got the vaccine. Right. And that's starting to become, that, that whole narrative is falling apart. Fell apart. It's, it's crazy. Um, I like what Governor DeSantis asked um, if people ever sought testing to see if they were sick before the coronavirus. (laughs) How often were you feeling okay and went to the doctor and said, hey, test me, doc, because I might be sick, but I feel great. Yeah. (sighs) You know, think about it. It's it's crazy. And these testing centers, right? Mm -hmm. Some of them, I've seen pictures. I don't know how many are real, but I've seen pictures of testing centers with lines out the door right if you're feeling fine and you go stand around a bunch why of sick would people? you stand in line <laughs> with a bunch of sick people that might have the disease that you don't want to catch <laughs> <laughs> i'm an idiot Ooh. oh my god timmy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's a strange world yeah and uh 
I don't know. I'm going to keep doing dangerous things. Yeah, me too. And Matter of fact, I'm going to have to come out to Texas and uh, go dirt bike riding with you. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. No fear of death, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's all I got today, Dean. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think uh, I'm ready to wrap this one up today. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, I'm Scott at T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z dot net. And Dean, where are you at? I am Dean at techtools.net, T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z dot net. Dean's got a project coming up that we'll talk about. But until then, you can go to our website. And if you feel like this is worth something, give, give us a little scratch. Um, <laughs> and that our website is techtools.net. That's it. Well, Dean, stay brave. Stay safe, Scott. Like his ass, huh? Tried to cover up a 